Hi, and welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Dan. Hello. This week, we are talking about our trip to Thought Park. Yes, the theme park show actually went to a theme park. Oh, my God. <laughs> it never first, happens. The first time we have been to a theme park together since 2018. Uh, yes, yeah, I suppose so. Together, yeah. Together. Together again. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's only been since like 2019 that I've been to a theme park. Yeah, same. In general, so no, that's that's a that's a lie. Actually, I, I went to Alton Towers earlier this year. True. Yeah. So yeah. That's a complete lie. <laughs> so yeah, this week we're going to be talking about our trip to Thorpe Park, and then we will also be covering our trip to Alton Towers in a couple of weeks and i'll explain why a little bit later so sit back relax and enjoy the podcast each of us has a dream a heart's desire it calls to us and when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be all we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. I was excited for the start of the podcast. I'm really excited. This is what happens yeah. when you record a podcast and you have a, a 16-month-old kid <laughs> running around. What could go wrong? Exactly. Exactly. This is, you know, it's a real podcast, guys. It's a real yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is so well-timed. It's also October, so, you know, expect random screams. Yeah, yeah, getting into Halloween mood. Yeah. So we, I say we, you drove up to uh, Thorpe Park. Yeah, I mean we drove. It sounds like you came up separately. Well, I mean you drove. I <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I sat next to you. Yeah. And uh, longing for pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, every time we pass the Starbucks, can we stop there? Can we, we stop, stop there? Piss on, piss on. <laughs> We did, we did, of course, stop um, for a PSL along uh, on the journey because, of course, you know, unlike Walt Disney World, Thought Park does not serve Starbucks. No, serves Costa, does it? I think so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know Orton Towers serve Costa, so I'm assuming, yeah, I think they do. Tall Merlin yeah, Group, isn't Costa. it? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, we arrived fairly on time, didn't we? I think when the park opened. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were pretty, pretty, pretty much there, bang on well, ten o'clock, weren't we? You were in in the park, well, on the island by ten. So the, yeah, yeah, call it the island because technically it is an island. Yeah, it doesn't need much. much room to expand, but there we go. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean maybe that explains a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you walk across for those that haven't been to Thought Park, and admittedly, I'd not been in over ten years. Yes, I think more for me. 
but you walk over the, the bridge, as they call it, is literally called the bridge, and it's through the, the dome, which basically has a restaurant and an arcade in it. And it's a, and a, and a big ass shop, isn't it? Yeah, and a, and a shop, yeah. But it's a consistent theme in the UK theme parks that where there's space, they just seem to put arcade machines. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see a lot of that in Thought Park and Alton Towers. Yeah, I think more so in Alton Towers, but Thought Park was... was yeah, I feel like it was more prominent in Alton Towers, wasn't it? Yeah. And so you come out of the dome to what I would argue is possibly the worst entrance attraction mm. to a theme park I've ever been to. It's pretty sh- shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like the entrance to that park... After you come, I mean, the dome itself is nothing to speak of, really. No, um, it's a bit. It's pretty tired looking. Not but so yeah, you looking as, as the big tent in Butlins. <laughs> okay, okay, not quite. Okay, um, yeah, you kind of step out of there, and you you can you're sort of facing the park. But I mean, for one thing, the ride that you're facing is awful. Yeah, it, it's basically. A, slide, a water slide. Yeah. In the UK. In the UK. I mean, that whole area is a bit strange. Yeah, the whole like Amity Beach area. Yeah. It's all, yeah, it's all a little bit odd. I think the thing for me that is like when you come out of the dome, you don't, there's, it's not obvious where to go. No, no, it's not actually. And the first thing you see is, is the attraction Depth Charge, which is a terrible yeah. name. It's like, that sounds incredibly exciting. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm expecting like a drop ride, like a yeah. proper drop ride with a water theme. Yeah, because it's not immediately clear from the map what it is. No. So you're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. It's just, it's it's a water slide. It's like the basic of basic water slides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, sort of, I mean, you'd expect to see it in a water, in a, in a quite, quite a basic water park. Well, yeah, even 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 that, like put it in put it in Blizzard Beach and yeah, in Lagoon in, in an area of those two parks or Volcano Bay as, as three water park examples, it would fit in reasonably well as as like one of the the lesser water slide rides. Yeah, yeah. But in the UK theme park where the weather probably hits, oh yeah, I really want to ride a water slide maybe three weeks of a year. Yeah. It's the first attraction you see when you when you when you leave the end, well, come into the entrance of the park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not great. It's not great. No, no. I think the, I mean, in generally, the number of water rides in this park does surprise me. <laughs> given yeah, it's the UK. Yeah, because you've got depth charge. You've got uh, Rumba Rapids, tidal wave, tidal wave, storm uh, surge. Is that another one? Yeah, I think it may well be actually. Yeah. And then you've got the whole Amity Beach area as well. Yeah. An entire area themed around water rides. It's, yeah, it's it's like a whole, it's basically a whole kind of outdoor water park themed area. Yeah. But that's the first section of the park that you see when you enter the theme park. Which on yeah. a day like when we entered the park, where it was on and off drizzly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was just odd. And I mean, maybe even on a summer's day, you think, okay, this is nice, but it's still not an attraction you want to see when you walk enter the park. No, no, I agree on on both points. Uh, it it feels like it takes up quite like that whole sort of Amity Beach bit takes up quite a big space. 
you could definitely fit a coaster in that space and i think that would be a most that would be a more it'd be a more fitting ride for the park and also a better better ride for an entrance yeah a more impressive ride for the entrance but no. for one thing they just need to put more signs up yeah, no, yeah it wasn't it wasn't clear at all we were literally we came out of the dome and we were like uh which which way do we go because it's almost like a balcony bit isn't it you have to go down some stairs to sort of get to the park and there's sort of like a pathway to the left pathway to the right yeah but nothing that tells you which way as soon as you come out those doors there's nothing to tell you which way <coughs> is which no and it's a, it's a very weirdly themed area at, at is amity beach hmm. because like they've tried to link it in with jaws but they don't have yeah. the fran- they don't have the franchise like there's yeah. a like there's there's a distinct feeling that you're in the jaws like i i thought okay this is like almost like the area that used to exist around universal yeah is what they were going for they even have a shark that's embedded into um, one of the buildings isn't it the yeah i think it's the amity hotel which is just a kfc <laughs> I mean, it's not a waste of that building. The building, that building is actually, I think, one of the best buildings in the theme park. What the, what, the best looking sort of yeah, theme? Yeah, I think it looks great. Yeah, but it's a KFC. You think you? If it was me, I'd put a sit-down restaurant in there and have a bit of a nice kind of like almost like Beach Boys esque theme to it inside. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. KFC. Yeah, I mean, obviously they've got a few. Well, I say a few. They've got. A couple of fast food places, haven't they? Like branded places. Yeah. Um, dot around the theme park. But I'm sure we'll get to that later. I mean, let's also talk about the naming of restaurants in general in Thought Park is, I mean, basic to say the least. So you've got a place that's literally just called Amity Coffee Shack. And all you can see up on the sign is the word coffee. You've got... Um, <laughs> Fish and, a place called Amity Fish and Chips, Amity Kebab, Donut Shack, and uh, the Amity Hotel, which is does look nice, but just says it just is a KFC. And then you've got the Mega Store, which has just got a big sign saying Mega Store. Like it's just so basic; they just don't bother with naming anything. They try and keep it simple, don't they? A bit yep. too simple. Yeah. So you I mean the only big attraction you've got in this area is, is stealth. Uh yes, yeah. If you're yeah, I suppose it does fit kind of on on the edge of that area, isn't it? Yeah, it's te- it's technically in the Amity area. Oh, okay, but otherwise you've got water rides essentially, yeah. and, and and some teacups. Yeah, right at the very front, right at the very front of the park, you've got three water rides, and I mean over on the left. Uh, well, depending on which way, as you come in. It's over on the left. You've got things like Zodiac and, and Vortex and Rush, which are, are yeah. basically fairground rides. Yeah, they've been there since the dawn of time in Thorpe Park. Um, and you will find them in any half-decent thing, uh, uh, fairground. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's the entrance of the park. Pretty poor, generally, I think. However, we we went straight over to an attraction that I haven't done. I don't think you had done either, because um, it opened before it, it opened between my last visit and, and this one. Right. Was the Swarm? 
Yes. I thought was a good coaster. I, I thought the theming of it was half decent as well. Apart from the uninterested radio host that was... So there's, there's, this whole thing is like it's been, you know, the, the UK has been attacked by the swarm um, and they've got people ringing into this fake radio station talking about their perils and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the radio host is like, oh, well, you stay safe. Like, couldn't care less. <laughs> there's no panic in her voice whatsoever. No care. She's fine. She's in the she's in the radio station. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, she's she's doing OK. But I thought this whole this whole area, which you know, they've kind of built off as a side area by itself. I thought was thinking yeah. pretty well. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the <clears throat> obviously the audio kind of going through was like the other audio that was going through mm. like the background noise and and between the radio broadcasts sort of thing um, was was pretty good. Um, the yeah, the area is well themed. It's all sort of like meant to be like fenced off and all that sort of stuff yeah um which i thought was pretty good the the weird thing the weird thing i found was how it it doesn't sort of there's only one way into the area yeah once you're in you have to go back the way you came yeah it feels a bit weird that they didn't join it up and you can kind of like come by exit round by stealth or something like that it it just feels a bit strange how you kind of get to a dead end you walk into the attraction and you think, oh, okay, what's what's around the other way? Oh, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. It feels like they could have just led the path round and but taken the ride you back into the good. park. Oh, yeah, the ride itself was brilliant. I, I really enjoyed Swarm. It's probably, it's probably my favourite coaster. We'll come on just... to that later. We'll come on to that later. Okay, okay, okay. It might be your favourite coaster. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a couple of contenders, but I think that was probably my favourite. It, it, it was good. I did enjoy it. And i tell you what was, was handy about mm. the weather being drizzly is that I could put my phone, wallet, keys and, and other things in my zip-up pockets of my Helly Hansen jacket. Other jacket suppliers are, of course, available. I thought you were going to say this, advert, this uh, episode is sponsored by Helly Hansen. <laughs> sponsored by <laughs> Helly Hansen. It's not, especially not now. That's yeah, yeah. The, the whole of Norway. <laughs> so we moved on from the swarm. And to be honest, I mean, on a normal day at Thought Park, I'd say you'd probably be waiting at least 20 minutes, half an hour for that at least. Right. It was walk. Everything here actually was a walk on. Yeah, it was incredibly quiet, wasn't it? All day. Yeah. I mean, not that we were there all day, no. but for all the time that we were there, it was so quiet. I don't, I don't know what the longest time that we waited for was. I'm not sure we waited for anything at Thought Park. Yeah. Oh, maybe, actually, no, that's not true. We did wait a little bit for Saw. But that was, oh, okay. But I'm, we're, we're, we're probably talking 10, 15 minutes at most. Yeah, and I think that's more because they just weren't letting people through into the actual queue area. Yeah, like, they were almost like doing it in waves, before, weren't they? Yeah, before going in. Yeah. <clears throat> so... What else did we do? We 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 went over and did. I don't think of where we went from. Swarm. We walked across the park several times. To be fair, we did. We did. It's not that big to walk across it. No, um, that's very true. The tall park itself is not big at all. Yeah. Did we do Nemesis next? I think we might have done. Yeah. Well, Nemesis Inferno. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure we did that next. So yeah, no, I thought you know I've done Nemesis. We've we've both done Nemesis before. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good coaster. Yeah, it's it, it is. Can't, you know, can't fault it really. Can't complain. And I will I, I will say this of Thought Park. It has some good coasters, and although the theming is not great, although it doesn't have that many decent rides, you've got to also consider that to get into this park. It's thirty-five pounds. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which is yeah. what, like, I don't know, forty, fifty dollars max. Uh, yeah, it's going to be something like that, isn't it? Just for our American listeners, I'm doing it now, so to give you a proper. It's got to be in the four, early forties, right? Forty-seven dollars. Uh, oh, okay. Right. So it's not even fifty dollars to get into a theme park for a day. Yeah. You know, and and you know, I think we're talking through this, and we're saying, you know. There will be things where we go, yeah, maybe we won't come back this time, like anytime soon. But when you put it into context, less than fifty dollars to get into a theme park for the day is cheap. Yeah, I think. Can you get like an annual pass for like one hundred and twenty or something? Yeah, but that includes multiple theme parks. Oh, does it? Yeah, the oh. Merlin Pass is is it covers Alton Towers, Thought Park, Legoland, and like <laughs> aquariums as well. <laughs> oh, worth it. Well, I think you can get just looking at the website, it looks like you can get a Merlin annual pass and you can get a Thorpe annual pass. I mean, why anyone would have a Thorpe annual pass is beyond me. <laughs> so, so the Thorpe annual pass is 120 quid, and the Merlin annual pass is uh, they do different brackets by the looks of it. So, the gold pass is 219. And the platinum is 300. It gives you a few extra days, presumably things like Christmas Day and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. who's going to Thought Park on Christmas Day? I mean, I they're probably so. not open on Christmas uh, Day, actually, are I mean, they? That's the other thing about the UK theme parks. They're not open all year round. Yeah, I suppose I suppose it's saying 364 because other Merlin attractions are going to be open on, like, certain yeah. days. Yeah, like Probably nothing's open on Christmas Day, are they? The Life Centres are always open pretty much. <clears throat> yeah. It's probably that. It's probably the Christmas day is the one day that they don't give you. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Nemesis, Nemesis Inferno, um, pretty, pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 tired. It is tired. Yeah. I mean, it's been there. I don't know how many years it's been there. Two thousand three. Um, Two thousand. Right. Okay. So we're almost twenty years. Yeah. It's been there for. Um, yeah, it, it is tired. I mean, it, it's hard to say sometimes whether it's intentionally tired, like they, yeah, the, they the deliberately nemesis, make it look rough. Yeah, the Nemesis tracks are supposed to look a bit rough. That that's, is, the, that's what they told you. That is the design, <laughs> that is the design of them. Um, here's something, though, that just shows how badly the theming is. Uh, nemesis Inferno, and let, let's see if you got this from... The attraction Nemesis Inferno is themed around an erupting tropical volcano. Yeah, I no, did not get no that. Part, no part point of the queue or anything. Do I do I assume that that's the case? No, no, no. At no point do you hear anything about a volcano. Do you see anything about a volcano? No. What um, you need is the rain is the rainforest cafe volcano that erupts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just a bit of smoke coming out of it. There's like nothing. I don't. I saw nothing volcano themed. Something like that, though. If a restaurant can have an erupting volcano, 
yeah. an attraction themed to a, an erupting volcano probably should have one. Probably should, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> it should at least mention it in like the Q audio. Wow. That's pretty bad, actually. <laughs> so I had no idea about that. Yeah, exactly. Um, here's some, a little bit of history about the attraction, just for, I mean, I know lots of, we have lots of American listeners that may have heard of the word nemesis because it is a theme across the UK theme parks. Um, so it was built. Um, the Thought Park officially announced the addition of Nemesis in 2003. Um, construction took place throughout 2002, with the first test run being completed in December 2002, and it opened to the public in April 2003. So it took them just a, just a year to build the attraction. To throw it together. That's pretty decent, in all fairness. But it is, it is a coaster with no real theme. Yeah, no volcano. <laughs> So, um, in 2004, Thought Park approached Guinness World Records to set the record for the most naked people on a roller coaster. Oh, dear. been on that roller coaster, then. Yeah, I really yeah. hope they wiped that seat. <laughs> in that, we both know they haven't. In May 2004, 81 students took part in the record, which was set at 28, the number of seats on a single Nemesis Inferno train. In August 2004, Nemesis at Alton Towers broke the record with 32 riders. Why? It's a bit, is it a bit weird that they use students? It is a bit weird, isn't it? It feels a bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Let's get all the young kids to uh, be naked on our thought on our ride. <laughs> this is this is also great. So apparently, Mitch Hawker's worldwide best roller coaster poll. In which went well, I've only got 2003 2013 here. Right, 2003 is when it opened, it, it still only ranked 70. Okay, <laughs> and in 2013, 138. It has uh, it actually its best year was 2006, where it was 51. Oh, okay. Well, I'm curious to what happened to the other like 19 coasters that that, that were ranking above it. They were all torn down, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Wildly unsafe. So, yeah, that's Nemesis. It's also cost eight million to build. Should have spent another million on that volcano. Yeah, it would have been worth it. Would have been worth it. Yeah, yeah. So, so after Nemesis, where did we? Did we do I Colossus? Stuck, I got stuck on the Nemesis for a bit there. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, and it, uh, I lose track of where we went and when. It was, I mean, it was only a few days ago, but um, I mean, we can talk about Colossus. Let's say we did that next. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <coughs> we yeah, yeah. Um, Colossus, another not you know not a bad coaster. Yeah. I, I think I do. I do really enjoy the uh, the the. the uh, Roller coasters at Thought Park, and the other thing yeah. is, this has 10, 10 inversions. Yeah, it's got like a, it's got several loop corkscrew, isn't it? I'm not sure how many it is. Yeah, those corkscrews are intense. <laughs> yeah, because it's they're quite slow, aren't they? Yeah, it's all. It feels. I mean, when you're looking at it, it looks quite quick, reasonably yeah. quick. Yeah, when you're on it, it feels so slow. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at one point, it was uh, the coaster with the most inversions. In the world, 
Really? Yeah. So uh, the Smiler overtook that in 2013, which we'll be talking about in in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. But it is an intense, you know, it is an intense coaster, you know. Yeah. I we, I mean, we took a break, I think, after going on this. Yeah, because we, I mean, we, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure we did it. Those coasters in that in that order, right as we entered the park, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's like three big coasters in a row. Yeah. So I think we. And Dan's getting old, so we needed a break. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do enjoy Colossus. It's a good. It's a good coaster. It's one. You know, we we obviously we've already mentioned that they have quite a few big good coasters in Thorpe Park and the UK in general, don't they? Yes. Yeah. We seem to be. That's probably one of the things we're better at in the UK, isn't it? <clears throat> having these enormous coasters yeah i just think the problem with them is they just have no theme oh yeah completely <laughs> they're just like a coaster plonked down i mean e- even on i know wikipedia is not the best source i know that it says the ride's rough theme so even 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 people like right wiki who are super into the park <laughs> the ride's rough theme is the ruins of a recently unearthed atlantean civilization what? I didn't get that at all. Where, where do they get these themes from? Like, is this like official Thought Park press releases or something? And it, all it is is words on a piece of paper. Yeah, they just go, "What's the theme of this?" And then Thought Park hand them a bit of paper and go. They, they were like, "Oh god, oh god, they want a theme." Um, <laughs> and they have to quickly write something up for five minutes. It's blue, blue. What's blue? Water's blue. Water's blue. <laughs> Atlanta. Yeah. Atlantis. Atlantean. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what they with the nemesis. Nemesis, our oh, tracks red, red. What's what's red? Lava's red. Yeah, it's got to be volcano, hasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, it's a good. It's again, it's a good coaster. Um, Cost thirteen point five million to build. Those are pricey inversions. They are, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. What year did it open? It opened in two thousand two. Oh, so it was actually before Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would have said it was the other way around. Okay. I think that when um, Merlin took it over, they started to, to turn Thought Park into a thrill park rather than, I mean, right. It before two thousand, the early two thousands, it wasn't it wasn't great at all. Mm. It has improved since Merlin took it over. It's, it's still got a long way to go, I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we touched on the swarm and how that's quite good, well themed, isn't it? Um, it is. It's I, not. I think it look. I tell you what, it reminded me of the swarm. Mm. Yeah. It reminded me of a scare zone in Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> that wasn't manned. You know, like during the day, yeah. when you're walking past and you see the scare zone, you're like, oh, that's going to be cool tonight. It reminded yeah. me of that. <laughs> you see like a couple of props, like there was like a upside down like ambulance or something, and you think, oh, there's going to be some scare actors here later. It was kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would be pretty cool if they had some like, whether some scare actors Maybe or whether just like actors in general. Maybe they do during Fright Nights. Maybe, could be. Be a good, good theme to do um, mm. if they did have that. But yeah, in, gen- in general, like the UK attractions need a bit more theming, don't they? And obviously, like Nemesis and, and Colossus um, are some older ones because I think the likes of Swarm and probably Saw, which we'll get into, um, are quite well themed. Yes, I think. Well, um, they're better. They're better themed. Uh, yeah, maybe quite well themed is maybe a bit of a stretch. I mean, Swarm opened in 2012, so I've not been to Thorpe mm. Park since 
before 2012. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, considering we both live in the UK and we both love theme parks. Yeah. Probably says something about a theme park more than us. It, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, interestingly about the Swarm, it received mixed responses in its opening season. The park declared the attraction a commercial disappointment in its following years after disappointing guest attendance at the park. This partially led to the brief Brave It Backwards feature in 2013, um, which I assume is when it went backwards. Right. But, I mean, I, I think I don't necessarily think that the Swarm is why the attendance dropped. I think the attendance dropped because the theme park isn't great. Yeah. yeah, you know, five or six great rides does not make a good theme park. No, I mean, I think I guess that will probably be reflected in the amount of time that we spent here. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it feels like would if 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 a new attraction opens, I mean, at Thought Park, would we, you know, we might be tempted to go there mm. to try it out. Would the general public? Probably not. Probably not. They probably, you know, oh, we'll, you know, we'll go when we next go. It's just, I don't don't feel like they would make a special effort unless it was something like insane, like the equivalent of Harry Potter World. Well, this is it, and it does surprise me that the U, like the UK theme parks, hasn't managed to secure the rights to something like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I know it's not cheap. Yeah, but we really, we really would take the edge. But yeah, I mean, that's that. that's definitely the sort of thing that it needs, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not going to happen now, but like, no, you know, something like that, you know. Yeah, even, I mean, even like, Lon- yeah, like the London Resort, which has been delayed yeah. again, by the way. It's something oh, that it? I haven't touched on the show yet. I saw the the planning stages hasn't been. I think they've been pushed back again because they didn't get approved. It's not going to happen. No, that theme park's not happening, which is a shame because Thought Park and and, and to a lesser extent Alton, but Alton Towers as well do need a bit of a kick up the backside. Mm-hmm. It would certainly help um, try and raise the game, wouldn't it? Yeah. So I think now's a good time to talk about the the food options at Thor Park mm. because I think we did break for food here. Uh, and bearing in mind also, we experienced Oktoberfest, which was running at the theme park. I say I say we experienced it. We saw where they were housing Oktoberfest. We yeah. saw the different beers and things that were on offer. But no one was manning any of the any of the stands. The shutters were down on one of the areas, and on the other there was just no one behind the the bar area. Yeah, yeah. And you, we're talking, you know, twelve one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even two yeah. o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, I don't think there was any indication of like what time it would have opened. Did, was there? I don't think we saw any signs. There were no signs. There was nothing in the app. Yeah. Uh, so I think all, all round pretty poor from Thorpe Park. Even if you know, even if a sign said, look. It's only open weekends or mm-hmm. it's only open from this time. Nothing, nothing like that at all. And, you know, we didn't go because it was Oktoberfest. Yeah. But it would have been a nice thing to experience as part of the park. We, yeah. we did see um, some, a German band playing Spears <laughs> Toxic, which I put on our, uh, on our Twitter. If you just go and search for theme park trailer, you'll see that. I mean, that was a highlight. That was a highlight. It was a shame yeah. it was raining because we would have, I think we would have st- stuck around and watched the entire show. <laughs> but that was good. But otherwise, yeah, Oktoberfest was was really disappointing simply because they weren't running it. Yeah, it, it was quite a small offering as well. 
it was quite poor, especially when you compare it to Alton Towers. Yeah, yeah, I think Alton Towers did it much better. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but there were the food options weren't amazing. We ended up going to um, Burger King, which yeah was average. Yeah, it was average. I mean, they they've got two Burger Kings in this park. Yeah, and the KFC. So those are your, those are like your branded fast food options. I think they do um, have a restaurant, a couple of restaurants, but yeah, we weren't temp- really tempted by those. We were, we wanted to grab food in the evening anyway. So we did yeah. something massive. They did have some, what, what what I will say is they did have some quite tempting looking Oktoberfest like hot dogs. Well, breakfasts, I should say. Oh yeah. Which I was going to get, but I just couldn't be bothered, so I just got um, Burger King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean those those sort of places were running, weren't they? The food yeah. the food stands seemed to be running for Oktoberfest. So there was one area where, where it was near the stage, wasn't it? Where they had like I don't know pretzels, brownies. Uh, there was something else as well, which the I can't... there as well. Yeah, possibly. Um, so th- those sort of places were open for Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. uh, which is it's at least something. Um, but yeah, the sort of the sit down sort of drinking places weren't open. No, no, which is a real shame, actually, because, you know, I was on holiday and I did fancy. I just I was just coming out of a month long um, spell of tonsillitis. Yeah. Which is, is still a little bit there, but like it was at a point where I can have a drink, which I hadn't been able to do mm-hmm. really for quite some time. Again, I'm not an alcoholic. But I was on, I'm, 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 no. we were supposed to be in Disney World. And when I'm on holiday, I like a drink. Yeah. So I was quite looking forward to that. And it, yeah, it was, it was, it was a real shame. Um, so the food, food options were disappointing. Although, you know, admittedly, we didn't experience any of the Oktoberfest food offerings. And they did look, all, they did look all right. They looked quite appetizing. The brownies looked good. Pretzels looked good. And, and, and the breakfast looked good. So mm-hmm. not going to go out and say that the food offering at Oktoberfest was bad because we didn't yeah. try it. I, I think outside of the Oktoberfest food offering, poor. I think is is poor. Yeah. yeah. And I think I I expected that going into it because so based I, yeah. on last time I've been to Thorpe Park. Yeah. Um, well, I think, and nothing's I think, particularly changed, I don't think. No. And, you know, when we talk about Autumn Towers, I think we have a very different story to tell when it comes to, to food. Um, yeah which we'll, we'll talk about in another episode. So a couple of other things that we, we did. We, well, what we didn't do is Ghost Train, Darren Brown's Ghost Train, and that's because it was closed and then you had to go up and like book an appointment or something. Yeah, it was closed for like most of the day. Yeah. And then I think as we were leaving, I think we saw it was like... Open. They were taking people in, but it, did, it still said like a timed, you had to get a timed ticket or something, didn't it? Yeah. And we didn't do it because, like, we weren't planning on being there for the whole day. So, yeah, um, didn't end up doing that. What we did do is Saw, which I've been mm-hmm. on before. Um, I don't know if you have, have you? I've not been in there, no. So, I I think, I know we talked about your, arguably your favourite attraction was the Swarm. Mm-hmm. I think my, my favourite was uh, Saw. Right, okay. Despite not being a fan of the 90 degree lift. <laughs> I'm, I yeah. am like anyone, I know I've said it on the podcast before, I am a little bit scared of heights, mm-hmm. which I'm usually fine on coasters, but it's the, like the Rip Ride Rocket, if you've been to Universal Orlando or Saw or Smiler, 
in yeah. the UK where you've got that like 90 degree lift hill. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of those. Right. Okay. I mean, I, I think, think I think when I when we were going up, I went, oh, <laughs> I won't say the rest of the word, but um, otherwise, I I think Saw is a really enjoyable coaster. It has some theming to it. Do mm-hmm. I think it's enough? No. I think they could have done a much better job with the queue. I think they could have done a much better job with some of the setup. I think some of the, I mean, they have an animatronic. I mean, I think I'm probably being cruel to animatronics by calling it that. They have an animatronic of the, um, I don't know, of the Jigsaw puppet. Um, apologies, Saw fans. I, that might not be the name of him. I have seen all of the movies, but I'm not a dedicated Saw fan. Yeah. At the start of the ride, but like the lip sync on it is way out. It looks crap. It just feels like they put minimal budget into like the traps that feature in the in the ride and and the setup of everything, which doesn't surprise me. It's a UK theme park, but mm-hmm. I think when they get access to IPs and they still don't do it right, I think that's it explains everything. This is why IPs won't give them, or you know, we would assume IPs aren't giving them the rights to it because they go on something like you know, if I'm sitting there, if I'm head of BBC. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they do with Doctor Who. I'll go on Saw and see what that's like. And you're like, Jesus, this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of theming, in terms of theming, it's a good ride. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, it's a good, it is it's a good my ride. favorite ride there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they, and it does have some theming. And I'm not taking away from the fact that it does have some theming. Um, yeah. I mean, the fact that it has some theming is obviously better than the likes of Nemesis and Colossus, which the theming is just not obvious there. No. Um, There's no real explanation as to why, you know, hundreds of people are, are being tested by Jigsaw. Mm. You know, what have we done wrong? There's not because that's what he does, right? He only he only puts people through it who don't appreciate life. Mm-hmm. There's no explanation really in the set because there's a little bit of audio going through, but from memory, it doesn't really explain why he's putting like hundreds of people through the traps. Yeah, they could they could kind of give it a little bit more storyline, couldn't they? I mean, if it was me, I would have put, I would have had a pre-show room mm-hmm. that had a trap in it, like Spike's coming in or something. Yeah. You know, something like that. And then you escape and then he's like, okay, on to the next room and then it's the coaster or something. Yeah, because you could e- easily have a video message, couldn't you? Yeah. That, that sort of, you know, telling you the story and, and then you'll uh, fly. Then you'll... Uh... He rode that the other day. Who did? The, the fly guy. <laughs> yeah, because he's an actor. I can't remember his name. He, right, yeah, there was a picture of him outside um, in outside of the attraction, <laughs> and he made a joke about it. I mean, I don't know if he realizes that his acting is awful in that. But wait, I, I don't, it's probably the direction. To be fair, I don't think it's necessarily his fault. But yeah, I did enjoy that. I thought it was funny. I think yeah. he made a joke about uh, Fly as well. How did he? Yeah. So maybe he does know. <laughs> But no, I think I think Saw has arguably the best theming of all of the attractions at Thorpe Park. The only disappointing thing was the the Saw store. Say that right, right, is in like a container and it was shut. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? But the smallest store ever. Yeah. In like a shipping container, and it was mm-hmm. shut. And I think of all of the attractions, I might have bought a t-shirt actually. And Saw. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think there's, I mean, there's, it feels like there's definitely like potential for 
more merch for something like that, isn't it? Obviously, any any attraction that's kind of themed on a um, uh, themed on a IP is yeah. going to have better uh, merch offerings. Like I think The Walking Dead, they had a few. Well, I don't remember if there was a Walking Dead shop. Well, we saw it in the main store, didn't we? Yeah, we saw it in the main store, didn't they? They had all one of the stores. I'm not sure if it was the big store. In, we didn't go into the store in the dome, did we? No. So I'm not. I'm not sure which store it was. It was. Um, it was. It was cool. Oh, was it? Was it the mega store? It was the mega store. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So we saw a few T-shirts for that, and they look like pretty good, pretty good offerings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it kind of felt. Obviously, everything else is kind of you know it's not IP based, so it's you know, who's going around buying a Nemesis T-shirt? I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is it. I mean, while we, I guess, move away, moving away from Saw, which is a great ride. Talking about a ride that isn't so great is The Walking Dead, the ride. Yes. Yeah. One of the worst attractions I, I think I've been on ever. It, well, it, I, I, actually, one of the worst themed attractions I think I've ever been on. Yeah, I think they've done this one badly. I mean, I suspect we probably missed... They didn't have any scare actors in it. No, not one. And, and I know they, they have done in the past. So I yeah. think because it was a quiet day, they just couldn't be bothered. However... Mm-hmm. Would that have saved the attraction? I'm not it sure it would have. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have gone away going, that was great. Yeah. I mean, the two women in front of us in the queue were making a massive fuss of, of like, they were expecting, like, jump scares and stuff. Yeah. They're just, there was nothing. There was nothing. And, and of the zombies <laughs> that you did see on the ride, mm-hmm. they were the cheapest looking props I'd ever seen in yeah. the Attraction. They were Everything. literally just mannequins, weren't they? Awful looking painted mannequins. It was awful. It puts, I mean, <coughs> I'm honestly surprised that The Walking Dead put their name to it. Yeah, it is pretty, it is pretty, it was pretty shocking, wasn't it? I had, I went in there with not expecting, I had no idea what that ride was going to be. I, um, I knew, I knew a little bit about it, not a great deal because I didn't yeah. want to spoil it. But it was, I don't know, it was a re- it's a re-themed attraction. So there's only so much you could do with it. Mm-hmm. But it was terrible. It was so bad. I would I would rate it the worst ride I've I've been on in the UK. Yeah, I mean it was it was awful. I mean, there was a bit where you stop and it's kind of like, oh, they're coming after you. But there was like there was nothing there. And there was a platform where you think yeah. this is where the scare actors are gonna be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there was no one there so it's like without that it just felt it just it was so bad it was so bad. i mean it's nice that it's like I'm, I'm probably stretching the word coaster but it was nice that it was an indoor dark coaster so much you could have done with that though yeah and it's a real shame that they've used the walking dead name and put it put it put it to absolutely it's just a shambles of an attraction they don't yeah. even have anyone from the show that is what i don't i don't think doing the pre-show and you think there are about 50 cast members in the walking dead throughout the last 10 11 years mm-hmm. one of them isn't busy yeah. yeah one one of them will be recognized by fans of the walking dead mm-hmm. and is not a big enough actor where it's going to cost them a fortune and they couldn't even be bothered to pay one of those people to do the pre-show. And yeah. even that would have made a difference. Yeah, I think that was pretty... Because, I mean, 
I've not seen all of The Walking Dead, mm. but the person, the person that they had in the video, I didn't recognize from any of it. And you think, as you say, there are plenty of people, recognizable people that have been in multiple seasons of that show, even if they're not in it anymore. Yeah. You know, they've been in multiple series and you would recognize them. They've been um, multiple, in, in multiple seasons and have not done much else of note since. Yeah. So their agent fees are not going to be particularly pricey. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like they could have got somebody. So that was definitely disappointing. And it, it, it goes back to what you were saying about Saw, doesn't it? How they've got theming, but it's very, very weak. It just yeah, I just don't understand. Like this theme park could have two absolutely incredible, incredible themed areas of the park and theme mm. attractions. And in both instances, they've thrown the IP that they do have down the drain, like completely. I mean, Saw yeah. isn't it is is all right, but it's it could be so much more. Yeah, I think I think they with The Walking Dead, they definitely need to, to have it so that they can't rely on the scare actors. Yeah. Because without that, it was nothing. And it, it felt like a fair a fairground um horror house. Yeah. It literally felt like that. Yeah, yeah. And it no, actually not even, it's not even as good as that because they only had zombies. At least that a fairground horror house. And only good. about three. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> three mannequin zombies not moving. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. It was um very disappointing. Awful. But I suppose that's what you you know pay 35 pounds for, isn't it? <laughs> so the only other attraction that we did is you know there's lots of fairground style rides here the water ride it was raining we didn't want to do the water rides um, yeah so- we actually saw people on tidal wave didn't we several times yeah. and we were yeah. just like who is going on that it's it's cold it well, was i mean cold. it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't cold cold but it wasn't warm you, you don't want to get soaked no yeah. because you will not dry no <laughs> Um, and I mean, for one thing, tidal wave is such a shocking attraction. It's yeah. I mean, it it's it's literally just an up and down drop ride. Water, like I'll say, log, log flume like, is easier to say. It, it's like Splash Mountain. Yeah. If you took away all the all, all, all the, of the animatronics, all of the yeah. story, all of the theming, the building, yeah, and all of the other drops apart from the last one. Yeah, it's literally just a an exposed track. Yeah, and that's it. It's with terrible. one support. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Like it's just classic UK cheapest chips. Yeah. Um, the only other attraction we did was Angry Birds 4D, yes. which you know we've both played Angry Birds when Angry Birds was was in. You know, Angry Birds was. Yeah was one of the biggest video games ever you know, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So I can understand them want them wanting to introduce an Angry Birds area of the park. Yeah. They have rethemed, I think the Dodgems were rethemed to Angry Birds. They were. And Detonator was, was and as well. Detonator was rethemed to Angry the, Birds. The, the weird thing about the map is they've designed they they have converted that entire area to an Angry Birds area. It's an Angry Birds land. It's got the sign as well. Yeah, but it's not visible on the map as an no. Angry Birds era. And the, even Detonator and Dodgems aren't called Angry Birds, whatever whatever the name is that they've changed them to. Yeah. It's still just Dodgems and Detonator. 
which is very strange considering this is the map. This is the 2021 map that's on the Thought Park website. And they haven't bothered to kind of highlight the fact that this is an angry bird's land. Yeah. Which I find very strange. Yeah. And let's, so I guess before we talk about the show, let's talk about the, the building. Okay. Falling apart. Yes, it was, wasn't it? I can't feel like that's intentional. Surely that's not intentional. No, it, I mean, the window, there was a window broken. There yeah. were, all of the window sills were falling apart. There was a door completely, like if you tried to open it, it would just collapse. Yeah. I mean, there was paint flaking all over the place, wasn't there? Around like, all the sort of window sills and door frames. Yeah. I mean, you notice stuff on like rails and things in Disney. And you mm-hmm. think, oh, that needs a lick of paint. This building, this building needed like a significant six month refurbishment. Yeah. It was it was bad. Yeah. Real bad. It, as as I say, it, it surely it can't be intentional to to have it like that because you yeah. think, well, you know, it just looks awful. It doesn't really fit with it's not like you think, oh yeah, that fits well with the Angry Birds theme because it's like falling apart. No, it's not designed like, that it way. It, it no. just, it's just a broken building. And the show itself was terrible. Yeah, the show itself was nothing to nothing of significance, was it? It was, I mean, there was no I haven't seen the Angry Birds film films, but I'm assuming it has people talking in it. Yeah, it's got a cast. Yeah. Whereas this, there was nobody talking, which again kind of feels like with Walking Dead is just a cheap way of producing the film, the kind of you know 4D film, um, because they didn't have to have any, any anybody talking. They don't have to hire any like voice actors as such. Obviously, they hired voice actors to do the the kind of I don't know squawks and squeaks of the of the characters, uh, but that was it. Yeah, just trying to figure out when uh, when it opened, and all of the all of the kind of because the seats move. Kind of thinking of say like Shrek, four D, yeah, very similar. Um, but a lot of the actions were 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 the same because I mean obviously the the birds get flung from like catapults and stuff, and that happened what four or five times throughout the show. Yeah. And the action was always the same. Um, and then when, at one point, at one point they go onto these, like, I call them go-karts. Mm-hmm. Um, the seats didn't move at all when you're on the go-karts. No, no. Which, which I was thinking was going to be like Shrek when you're on the horse. Yeah. You know, to some degree. I um, mean, in Thought Park's defence, mm. Angry Birds 4D opened in 2014. Okay. The film was 2016. Oh, okay. Okay, so it predates the films. Yeah. So, but even still, I mean, would you would you update it? I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, what? It feels like you would update it done. to match the films, wouldn't what you? I probably would have done is asked that an arm of the studio animating the film to make some changes to the show and get the voice cast to add a couple of lines. Yeah. But, it feels that that feels like it will fit in better because then it, then it's tied in with the films. Yeah, and at least kids that enjoy the films can relate to the ride. The fact that you know they've got the same same voices and everything like that. I mean, Angry Birds came out in two thousand and nine. Mm. So, you know, we're, we're okay. talking over ten years now. Yeah, I don't think I can't remember the last game i remember, remember playing the star wars ones which came out in 2012 yeah I, mean, I remember the star wars ones yeah yeah 
I don't think I've played one really since then. They had a space one as well, I think. They did. Uh, they had a they had one where you had to build like, wasn't it like based on the pigs instead of the birds? They had they had sort of yeah. like a different kind of game where you had to like build flying machines or something. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. I don't know what it was called. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've no idea what they're doing these days. I don't, I don't know if they're still producing Angry Birds games or or what. Um, it makes me wonder, like. Because obviously you get like Pokemon Go, don't you? Which kind of had its like massive peak and then sort of dropped off significantly. Yeah. Um, but there's still a lot of people playing it. Uh, I don't know if that's the case with Angry Birds. Maybe there's still a lot of people playing it, but you don't you don't hear about it as much because there's nothing particularly new. So you've you've got oh there's a okay video games. The most recent one is Angry Birds Reloaded. The 19th game of the series. Oh, gameplay of the original game with new visuals, characters, and worlds. When, when was that released? This year, July. Oh, wow. Okay. So they are still producing, they are still churning them out. So there's still a market for it, I guess. How much that downloads they get now? I mean, no one's yeah. talking about Angry Birds anymore. No, no, I've not heard about it in years, really. No. It's- yeah, Space was 2012, which I played. Then they had Star Wars, Star Wars 2. Mm-hmm. And then they had Transformers, which I think they did play, which is 2014. It's, it's a gutsy move to base a theme park land on a mobile game. I mean, it comes down to probably the IP was pretty cheap at the time until they probably. made the film. I mean, it's probably still cheap now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah. it feels like, it. you know, it... It probably it, it definitely lasted longer than your average kind of mobile game sort of franchise, but I oh, mean it's, it's massively dropped off now. I mean to give you to give everyone listening a, an idea. So Metacritic rated the games, but the last one, two, three, four, five haven't been rated on Metacritic at all. Oh, really? <laughs> so they're just not popular enough to even bother. Yeah. So yeah, it. I'd see why they did it, but the show was bad. <coughs> really bad. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing nothing that blew me away in that show. No. And, you know, both of us are familiar with Angry Birds. Both of us have played the game. So it's not like you can argue and say, oh, guys, you don't know the characters, which you, mm-hmm. you can argue for another attraction that we'll talk about when, we talk, when we're discussing Orton Towers. But, yeah, I came away just really disappointed with that. Um and then that was that really finished our trip. I think. I think we were done at the park by. I think we were in the car at two p.m. Yeah, we had four yeah. hours in the park, and that was with two breaks, two probably half-hour breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we weren't there for a huge amount of time. I mean, obviously, part of that is due to the fact that everything was a walk-on. Yeah, so, that massively helps, and we weren't yeah. interested in the fairground-style rides. Yeah, we weren't interested in the fairground star rides. We weren't interested in the water rides, which there are four of. Yeah. Um, Darren Brown was was down for most of the day, closed for most of the day. And the La- uh, Black Mirror Labyrinth was get a time, come back, and again, yeah. couldn't be bothered to do that. Yeah, so very, you know, there's... we Yeah, we weren't there for long. Um, I think we got everything done that we wanted to get done. Yeah. It's not like we particularly missed much. I mean, you know... Um, what, 
you know, if we wanted to stay for the day, we could have, we could have rewritten Swarms or Nemesis yeah. as, as many times as we wanted, really. But um, we were actually driving straight from here to Alton Towers. Yeah. So we thought we'd uh, get ahead of the traffic. And as you said, we ticked everything off. Overall, uh, I'll come to you in a sec, Dan, mm. but overall, I think out of out of 10, this theme park for me is a, is a, it is a four. I think yeah. it's got I, some fantastic coasters, mm-hmm. but the theming is all over the place. The food was rubbish. The the fact that there's four water rides is ridiculous. And some of the rides do have themes like Walking Dead, like Angry Birds. The theme is either out of date, i.e. Angry Birds, or done really badly, like the Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. I think I can't give it a higher rating than a four. It's and there's too many fairground rides. There's too many. There's like what one, two, three, four, five. I don't know. There's probably about eight or nine, maybe even more. Maybe close to the ten. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like very small sort of, as you say, theme park attractions, um, uh, fairground attractions that just don't really have a place there. Um, they just kind of like feel like filler, don't they? Yeah. Um, which you know is not what you want in a quite a quite a small theme park to begin with. Yeah, like literally the amount of time it takes like ten minutes to walk from one side to the other. Yeah, like yeah, the longer, you know, um, if if that to be fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't I can't argue with your rating there. Um, I don't think. I mean, it's definitely got some good attractions, but as a whole, as a whole, it's a very poor offering. Um, and I wouldn't particularly be in a rush to go back. No, anytime I, soon. No, nor would I. I think I do think the coasters are great, but they mm-hmm. are themed badly, and you, you yeah. compare them to, and it's you know you can't you shouldn't compare them to the likes of Orlando, but you can't help but compare them. And I think I would I, I think the coasters are on par with with some of the coasters in Orlando. In, in some cases, better, mm-hmm. but there is no theme. And for me. And a perfect theme park attraction is one where obviously I enjoy the attraction itself, but one where I get to explore experience. Why am I like, why am I here? Why am I riding this attraction? And mm. I get it. Not everyone is into the theming of a ride, but you know, if Nemesis was a 40 minute queue, I'm just, I'm just stood in a queue. Whereas, you know, I'm going on seven doors mine train. I'm walking into the door's mine. I can play with some of the things that are in the queue. Mm-hmm. And I know that's an extreme because it's a Disney IP and it's loved by all. But there is none of that here. If you're stood in at the queue for an hour for Saw the Ride, all you're doing is queuing around a chaining fence with no yeah. context whatsoever. And that's an IP ride. So I think it, just, it doesn't deserve more than a four in my mind. Um, and... I it explains why I've not visited the park in over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing particularly like when it's only, I mean, obviously, yeah, if you go on a busier day, it would be, you would probably take up more of your day. I yeah. mean, we were there for half a day. If that. Well, if you, if you remove breaks three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, I think if we, if we'd pushed it mm-hmm. and done everything we wanted to do, we'd be out, we would have been out of the park in two hours. Potentially, yeah. <laughs> we've just gone from coaster to coaster and done the show and we'd hit that at the right time. I think we'd done we were done two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. 
Um, but it's thirty-five pounds. It is cheap to get in. Yeah. Which is which is that a problem? Because obviously, if they it's a it's definitely a difficult thing. Because obviously, if they charge more, then you'd be expecting more. Yeah. But if they charge more, then they would have more scope to build better attractions and things like that. Yeah. Um, obviously, they would need to kind of do the investment up front, wouldn't they? They'd be able. They would have to sort of build two or three big attractions, yeah. well-themed attractions that are going to bring in an audience, and then they can put the price up. Yeah. So there's obviously some front up you know upfront investment they're needed but you know is that what is that what we need you know we need a park because even thought even Orton Towers is it was what 34 pounds for a day yeah something like that um and you think well I mean that's not it's hardly anything when you compare it to the likes of Universal and Disney um which is about I'm pounds. not familiar yeah I'm not familiar with the prices of like Bush Gardens and, and Six Flags um but yeah, I mean, it just doesn't feel like much. And you think, well, yeah, for your for your not much for your small amount of money, you aren't going to get very very much. You get what you pay for, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. So I think overall, some some great roller coasters, but the theming is is severely lacking. And I will, you know, if anyone disagrees with us on this, if anyone wants to come on the show and talk about how great the theming of of Nemesis or um the swarm or saw or any any other attraction at thought park if anyone really disagrees with us we would love to hear um you you come on the show and and, and talk to us about it because you know maybe there's things that we missed maybe there you know if you if you go to thought park every year uh you know what the theming is and you get it but it wasn't obvious to us which i guess is a problem but if anyone massively disagrees honestly we're not gonna come bring you on the show to rip you apart genuinely interested to, to kind of hear what your thoughts are on, on the theming, if you think it's good. So I think we'll call it there on Thought Park. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please do leave us a uh, review on your podcast app. Hopefully better than the reviews that we're getting from Harmonious and Enchantment at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I think both shows have been hated by almost everyone. Even the hardcore Disney fans have not liked either of those shows at the minute. So interesting feedback i feel it was was happily ever after slammed when it first no was it not okay okay i think the big issue with enchantment is it's been introduced for the 50th Mm -hmm. it doesn't feature walt disney it doesn't feature mickey mouse and it doesn't feature characters from the theme parks like the orange bird like figment um you know, like you know, Mr. Toad, like it doesn't call back on like classics like Mr. Toad and things like that. It yeah. focuses on all of the new films, which is fine for a segment. Yeah. But I think people have had had a bit of like, this is the 50th. Why are you not calling on the fact that it's the 50th? Yeah, it feels a bit weird if it doesn't touch on like the history of the park. And I think and the history of Disney in general. Yeah. And I think Harmonious was as we expected. Happily mm-hmm. ever after on water, and that has not gone down well with people who, like me, feel that Epcot needs to go beyond a animated Disney show on mm-hmm. water. Ep- I think they've got a couple of different languages on there. I haven't watched it in full yet. They've got some different languages that they use, which is great, and and what Epcot is about. But it, apparently, it's just not good. Right. Okay. Millions on on the barges, which look terrible, and. 
and now they don't even get the, the, the respect from fans in the evening, it seems like Disney has wasted a lot of money when people were perfectly happily watching Eliminations, probably yeah. for another 20 years, to be honest. Potentially, yeah. yeah. We'll see. You know, both <laughs> we haven't seen either show yet on YouTube or in person. And I'm I will watch them both on YouTube, but we will talk about them in you know in an episode or so's time. Yeah. I will reserve my full judgment until I see it in person. Yeah, I mean, I I you definitely get a different experience in person. So it's hard to judge them too much without seeing them in person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean Disney don't seem to have a massively good track record recently of building shows on on water, do they? Well, the the new kite show launched in Animal Kingdom, and yeah. that looks like an absolute train wreck. <laughs> it does. I mean, literally. I mean, I've seen like a few of the kites have like crash landed and things yeah. like that, and they look crap as well. <laughs> they don't look good, do they? What is that blue? Doing? Oh, awful, awful. <laughs> but then this is what happens when you when you cut Imagineering down to its core. Yeah. You yeah. know, what do you expect? And then you still have people defending Josh when he was in the parks the other day. There was a woman woman wearing a Josh Tomorrow t-shirt that met, that ran up and met him. Yeah. And it, it literally looked like it, that he'd made a, a life. Like it's it's a strange one, isn't it? Because he hasn't particularly done anything possibly. noteworthy yet. Well, he's he's cut he's cut budget. Yeah. He's cut cast members. Mm-hmm. He's released now uh, you know in his defense the the planning for these shows would have been before he took over as chairman uh, sorry sure. parks park in charge parks but they still got released under mm-hmm. his watch the prices have all increased and as far as we can tell from people that are out there at the minute the experiences is the poorest it has been you know maybe in 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 20 years yeah and yet people are still going oh it's he's so lovely because he comes to the parks and says hi to people <laughs> he okay. takes pictures with me yeah it's just unbelievable I, I i can't get on board with anyone that defends that man it's just it's it's a strange sort of love that a lot of people have got for him isn't it I, and i don't know where it's come from i got an i got into an argument with someone on uh, a facebook group because mm. they were like well he's only been in the job for, for a year it's um it's it's jpeg that's making all these decisions and i'm like do you understand how a business works you really think that the CEO is sat making every single Disney Parks decision when there is someone whose job it is to do that? Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before. But of course the CEO is involved. Yeah. At the end I of mean, the day, the parks person has the final say. Yeah. <laughs> as I mean, as, as you say, certain things would have obviously already been in the, in, in the works before he started. But as you say, it would be a case of him signing things off. Park, park reservation system. Yeah. That would have, that you know that came in under him is universally hated by mm-hmm. almost everyone. Yeah, yeah. When you said park reservation, my mind went to uh, boarding passes. But you're yeah, you're talking about the park reservation system. Yeah, but, but that's have... only because of COVID, isn't it? No, but it's it's staying. Oh, is it staying? It's staying. They've they've said it's staying. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, that was very strange. So. You know, you can say, okay, they introduced it because of COVID um, originally, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's staying. That's Josh Tomorrow's. Yeah, that's a weird... I don't understand that call. That's very yeah. strange. Also, he's a multimillionaire that only cares about the money in the bank. Yeah. yeah fine. If he becomes CEO and he proves this wrong, I, I will come on the show and say, you know what, fair enough. It was Chapek, uh, and I'm sorry, Josh. Mm-hmm. But 
I'm it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I just I don't understand I I don't understand the love that he gets considering he hasn't particularly done anything worthy of it. Yeah, what apart what from he done in, yeah. in the parks that has been reviewed positively since he's stepped stepped in. Mm-hmm. Nothing, not a single yeah. thing. I think the only the only thing is that he he is there at the parks taking photos, whereas Chapek wasn't. Well, maybe if he sat with Imagineering but, and cracked on with his job, yeah. the, the attractions that Disney are pumping out would be out on time and be decent. Yeah, instead of uh, Tron potentially looking at 2023. Well, they said Guardians is next is next year. So yeah, that's being confirmed now, isn't it? Or nothing, well, nothing was mentioned on Tron. Yeah. Which does suggest it's 23, which is just absolutely outrageous. Yeah, considering it's a copy and paste job. Copy and yeah, copy and paste job, ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop ranting now. <laughs> and end this week's show. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are, and just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. <laughs>